0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1574, an excerpt from the book, We Should Get Together, by Kat Velas, and I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, or the OLD podcast, where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from, and sometimes books, like today. I'll tell you more about the author Kat at the end of the reading, so for now, let's get right to the excerpt and start optimizing your life. An excerpt from the book, We Should Get Together, by Kat Velos. One of the biggest complaints that comes up when people talk about friendship during adulthood is that everyone's so busy all the time. Countless memes about how hard it is to align our schedules and make plans to see friends fill up our Instagram and Twitter feeds. And yeah, it's true. Our full-time working years are likely to be the busiest in our lives since they overlap with our child-rearing years our grad school years, our professional achievement years, and our being in a grown-up relationship years. This leads a lot of people to suffer from the delusion that they're too busy for friends. Let's be honest with ourselves. Maybe the reason we're so busy is because these are also our Netflix binging years and our endless scrolling through social media years. A busy life looks good on paper, but it's often a pain in the in reality, and it is certainly not a vaccine against loneliness. Our collective agreement to accept lives defined by generalized busyness disorder as it's the only way or the best way to live is a mistake that costs us in more ways than one. Research shows that the stress triggered by being overly busy can lead to fatigue, headaches, sleep problems, hyperemotionality, anxiety, and more. Busyness can also be fatal to one of the things that's a salve for it, friendship. The good news is we can change the rate of busyness in our lives if we want to. And when we can't change it, we can at least change the way we approach it, think about it, and deal with it. A few years ago, I attended a meetup called Oakland Neighbors Table. Each month, a different person on the organizing committee would hold a lunch in their kitchen or living room and lead a conversation on a specific topic by providing a few guiding questions to get things going. The day I attended, seven or eight of us ate hastily assembled turkey and cheese sandwiches in a sunny, cozy apartment near Lake Merritt. The topic was busyness. Throughout the conversation, we kvetched about how busyness kept us from seeing other people as much as we'd like and from doing things we wanted to do more of. We talked about the subtle social pressure to stay busy because busy people look productive and desirable. We also talked about strategies to avoid being so busy and ways to reclaim more balance in our lives. It was a lively conversation punctuated by people's confessions, regrets, and wishes for a more balanced life. Sadly, a short while later, the meetup disbanded. Maybe everyone got too busy. When I first started meditating, I used to think that the best place to practice would be in the center of a crowded shopping mall on Black Friday. If you can find Nirvana there, you can find it anywhere. I feel the same way about trying to get unbusy in bustling big cities. Don't blame your environment, defy it. It might seem like you're far too busy to fit friendship into your life, but are you really? We all wake up every day with the same number of hours on the clock. Some people fill every spare second with activities, meetings, and errands to run to, yet some people have time to read a book, take a nap, or practice the guitar. Too often, we prioritize activities that allow us to report that we're keeping busy, and we jettison and play down the ones that make us sound idle. Your calendar is not going to open itself up on its own, so if you're gonna hurry at anything, hurry up and do less. Wanna live a life that feels more free? The way to feel free is to act like you already are. My friend Jed in London has adopted a novel approach to keep himself accountable for busyness in his calendar. He's been practicing eliminating the phrase I'm busy from his vocabulary and avoids using that generic phrase as an excuse or answer for anything. Whenever someone asks him how he's been, he doesn't say, I've been really busy. He tells them what he's actually been spending his time on. If someone asks him to do something at a time when he has other plans, he's specific when he declines. If you would rather exercise than go to a movie, he won't just say, I'm busy that day. He'll say, I've been trying to stick to my fitness goals and I have a commitment with myself to exercise at that time. He said that this practice makes him check himself to make sure he's not just copping out by using a vague reply that modern society takes as an acceptable or even admirable answer. An additional bonus is that by being specific, he lets the other person in on more details of his life. It often sparks a conversation or leads him to feel closer to the other person. Whenever I catch myself defaulting to the habit of thinking I'm so busy or that my schedule is too busy, I try to remind myself that life is just an ongoing process of things happening. If I wasn't doing the things that happened to already be booked in the hours of my life, I'd be doing different things. Every single minute of the day is filled to the brim with that particular slice of life happening. We can choose to fill a single minute with whatever we want, running for the bus, giving a long hug to a friend, shaking our booties to Daft Punk, writing a postcard to a friend, staring at our phones, watching the birds on the telephone line, or noticing our breath entering and exiting our lungs. If we choose to spend 12 hours at a meditation retreat or at 12 different locations spread all over town, those 12 hours will be filled to the same capacity, 12 hours in total. So in a way, busyness is less about the fullness of our days and more so about the way we feel as those days pass by. Busyness is a choice and a mindset. It's an attitude that many of us are addicted to identifying with. And it's a habitual way of thinking that we are capable of setting aside when we're ready to feel our days and fill our days with whatever thoughts and actions we decide would be more beautiful and fulfilling. You just listened to an excerpt from the book, We Should Get Together by Kat Velas. And thank you to Kat, she's a user experience designer, facilitator, social artist, illustrator, and community creator. Her work crosses disciplines, but is almost always focused on helping others thrive by having more creative and connected lives. The full title of the book is We Should Get Together, The Secret to Cultivating Better Friendships. Come by her site to learn more. That's we get But I'll leave it at that for today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show and I'll be back tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.